Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 157. The youth contesting team at K3LR, better known as Team Exuberance, recorded live on Thursday, March 21st, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Marty Sullaway, NN1C, and Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, Dan Henderson, N1ND, was here to talk about traveling abroad with Ham Radio, and if you missed the show, you can listen anytime over at hamtalklive.com, or your favorite podcast app, or YouTube, or you can catch the rebroadcast on WTW. WW 5.085 a.m. Saturday evenings at or about 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So get your questions ready to go. We'll be talking youth contesting tonight. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can give us a call after the interview at this phone number. It's 812-650-9556. Again, we're using the Temporary number again tonight, 812-650-9556. So write that down and have it ready to go for uh, the call-in segment, which will be a little bit later in the show. But again, that phone number, 812-650-9556. You can also tweet us anytime. Uh, you can tweet us right now if you like. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. And uh, we may have to... Give some NCAA basketball tournament scores as we go. Okay, not really, but we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. So uh, we'll uh, come back and talk to Marty and Bryant for a while, and then uh, we'll have the call-in segment uh, right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. I'm sorry to bother you, but I'm having an antenna party and I ran out of PL259s. Oh, come in. Thank you. Would silver-plated PL259s from Tower Electronics be too good for your guests? Those will be fine. Thank you. You saved my life the other night. 
Oh, the PL259s from Tower Electronics? Yes, they were very successful at the antenna party. My antenna works like a charm. Then how can you ever thank me? I'll try to think of something. Don't be caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics at a ham fest near you. Or visit them online anytime at pl-259.com. Or call 920-435-2973. They have adapters, cables, antennas, soldering supplies, and meters too. Five out of four people have trouble with fractions. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show again tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live each and every week. Coming up on March 30th on the Ham Fest schedule, they'll be in Sevierville, Tennessee. April 6th, Belton, Texas. April 13th, they'll be at two locations, Mobile, Alabama and Staunton, Wisconsin. Or visit pl-259.com anytime. And you can find everything you need with uh, connectors, cables, and more at Tower Electronics. Well, our guests tonight uh, are Marty in one NN1C, rather. He's a 17-year-old ham that started out at age 12 uh, back in November 2014. Four months later, he upgraded to general and now has his extra class. He enjoys tinkering, rag-chewing, and contesting, builds antennas, and uh, likes to get um, people on HF and mentor other new hams. And uh, Marty's the current and founding president of the Eastern Mass Contesting Club, and the club's goal is to promote radio sport contesting among kids in Eastern Massachusetts. He's a past speaker at the Dayton Hamvention Youth Forum and often contributes to various ham radio podcasts as well as co-hosting the Phasing Line podcast. And our other guest is Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO. He's 15 years old now and uh, is the reigning winner of the Bill Pasternak WA6ITF Memorial Amateur Radio Newsline Young Ham of the Year Award. Uh, Bryant is a member of the Montgomery, Alabama Amateur Radio Club, the Alabama Contest Group, the Georgia Contest Group, and CW Ops, just to name a few. And he's a participant in the World Radio Sport Team Championships held last summer in Germany. And he was also a member of the 2017 Dave Coulter Youth DX Adventure to Costa Rica. And both of these young hams are members of Team Exuberance. It's a youth contesting team that will participate in the upcoming CQ Worldwide WPX contest in uh, just a couple of weeks. So, guys, welcome back. Thank you, Neil. It's uh, great to be on. Always a pleasure to be on with you, Neil. We always have a lot of fun. Yeah, we do. We we have a lot of fun, and we're going to have some fun here tonight. And let's talk about this team that, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. And and I was digging around the the picture archive to uh, to try to find some uh, some pictures to post to promote the show tonight, and and just took a look at those antennas and that station that you guys are going to be operating and just was like oh wow that 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 looks like a whole lot of fun so uh who came up with the idea for this team and and who came up with this name team exuberance well i believe the idea 
started on the 2018 Youth DX Adventure that went to Curacao. And uh, that was with uh, Violetta KM4ATT, uh, David BE7DZO, Mason KM4SII, and Drew KC9ZJX. And uh, Violetta had a great time in Curacao, and she wanted uh, to have a youth contest team uh, here in North America. So she talked to Tim Duffy at K3LR about the opportunity to use his world-class station. And uh, Mr. Duffy was uh, very, very nice, and he gave, us, she gave, he gave her the green light to use his station. And uh, we began, or she began looking for operators. And uh, we have the team we ha- currently have, and that's six operators. Um, Marty, do you want to, do you have any comments? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think... Uh... Bryant knows more about this than I do. Bryant's the real expert. I'm just here as the uh, backup singer. Um, uh, I'm not sure if we're missing anything there. I was just going to say that we are really privileged to put together what I would define as a really superb team. And, you know, whenever you're doing multi-operator contesting, uh, uh, the team is really important, right? Because uh, you can have a terrific station like uh, Tim Duffy's station, which is – the biggest radio sport contest station in North America with terrific ICOM radios, big tall towers stacked with OWA Yagi antennas. Uh, but if you don't have a terrific team of operators, you know, you really just have uh, a fancy station. Uh, and we've been really fortunate to put together uh, a terrific team, just to name, just to go down the list. Uh, we have Tommy HA9T who was an operator at uh, WRTC uh, 2018 uh, along with Bryant. Uh, He's operated from HG8DX, uh, LX79, 9A18, to name a few. A really uh, great operator. Uh, Bryant, obviously. Bryant's world-class. He needs no introduction. Uh, David, who went to Curacao with uh, Violetta, V7DZO, a fantastic op. Uh, Levi, K6JO, who has made quite a name for himself operating from uh, the zf one a superstation uh, down in the Caymans, which uh, is where Dan N6MJ has been operating a ZF1A and uh, ZF, uh, ZF2MJ in recent years, making some amazing CW scores. So obviously Levi has great experience. Uh, Violetta obviously uh, is our team leader, and she's been an operator at the W3 at Lima Papa Lima in recent contests and uh, myself. So we've really been fortunate to put together uh, a terrific team, and I'm really, really grateful for that. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a uh, a feat to pull that off that you can get all of these uh, operators, and that you have this group of young operators with so much experience, like uh, you know the WRTC experience and the Dave Coulter uh, Youth DX Adventure experience, and lots and lots of contests and guest operating at these big stations. So you guys have quite a resume for for young people, especially. Um, And it's just incredible that you were able to uh, assemble this team. So um, let's talk about the contest itself. Let's talk about CQ Worldwide WPX a little bit. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the K3LR station. Sure. Brian, you want to take this one? Sure. So uh, the K3LR station, again, is uh, one of the biggest stations in the world. Uh, 
Tim Duffy K3LR has done a great job engineering his station. And again, as Marty said, we're just really privileged to be operating from such a great station. Uh, we'll be, again, competing in the CQWPX contest. It starts March 30th at uh, 00Zulu and goes until March 31st at 2359Zulu. It's an SSB contest, and uh, it's basically anybody uh, can work anybody in the world. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Marty, you got anything? Yeah, I was just going to add that um, the WPX is a really cool contest for a couple of reasons, and it's 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 different than uh, some of the other traditional kind of main DX contests. Normally, when people talk about kind of the big ones, they talk about uh, ARL DX, uh, CW and sideband, and uh, CQ worldwide. Uh, CW and sideband, uh, which the K3LR station traditionally operates. But I believe, and I may be incorrect, this is the first time the K3LR station has ever op- uh, entered a multi-op, uh, entered as a multi-operator uh, team in the CQWPX SSB contest. Uh, and what makes the w- WPX cool is unlike uh, other contests where you have a fixed exchange, a fixed uh, information that you communicate when you work at other stations, uh, the WPX does not. Uh, the exchange for each um, contact with another station, but the report that you exchange is uh, your uh, signal report, a signal report of the other station. Normally, that's a five and nine, and uh, the serial number. In other words, what number contact this is uh, for you in this contest. So the first contact is number one, and the second contest contact is number two, and the third is number three, and so on. And um, what makes this really cool is it means that you actually have to work to copy the exchange and. Um, and really try as an operator, right? So there's there's lots of focus and uh, getting the call sign correct and also getting the exchange correct. In a lot of these contests, uh, one can kind of predict the exchange, but uh, not in this context, obviously. So there's an extra level of challenge introduced. And it's also a contest where the U.S. can work the U.S. We can, everybody can work everybody, which adds lots of fun, especially um, – for operators who maybe uh, just want to get on and work down the band, they could you know call anybody, and we would be deeply grateful to work uh, everybody and every anybody. Uh, That's very true. So we're we're super stoked, Neil. So not everybody is going to be Bob and a five nine. You got yes. it. Yes. <laughs> who picked Bob anyway? Why is everybody Bob? Quick and short. Most likely. Well, why not like Fred? We're 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 Marty and Bryant, so don't be asking us. Now I worked for you in a contest, and you said your name was Bob. That's true, Marty. I worked you last Tuesday, and you said your name was Bob. Is this an interrogation on the air? This is an on-air interrogation. It is cross examination. (laughs) I plead the fifth. So this will this will be good. Uh, this will be uh, interesting, and and the prefixes of the call signs are are your are your molts. So um, I've I've been around long enough that my prefix is actually uh, one that's needed a little more. Yes, sir. It is. There'll be a lot of interesting prefixes on, especially from Europe. Uh, I know there's a lot of special stations that get prefixes just for this contest. Uh, sometimes the prefixes will have uh, maybe like five characters. I know there was a, a station in uh, Slovenia that actually had four. It was S5100 LIONS. So don't be into, don't be uh, wow. freaked out if if there are uh, some weird call signs coming across does, that you won't. Does that even hear. fit in in one mm? 
Who knows? I mean, I guess if you had the entry window squeezed out. <laughs> you know what? I, I got to add, Neil, your WB9 is important, but everybody's uh, – every single contact matters. That's that's how you make a big score. It's it's the big hours and the small hours, the weak guys and the loud guys. You got to work everybody. We want to work everybody, and uh, we want to work you. So I think it's – yes, your, your call sign is important, and everybody's call sign is important. Uh, we want to work everybody. All right. Well, let's talk about the um, about the team a little bit more. How is this being sponsored? And and you know, you got to get everybody there. So, how is that being funded? And how are team members uh, getting to the station? Uh, well, that's a terrific question, Neil. Uh, there is significant expense in trying to put an operation like this together. Um, both from a transportation point of view and a logistics point of view. Uh, we have operators from, coming from three countries, uh, two in North America and one in Europe, and uh, people are flying in and staying in hotels. So there are there is uh, significant expense to this. And as much as possible, uh, we are trying to uh, cover uh, costs that we can, and we've been extremely, extremely grateful. Uh, we launched a GoFundMe this fall to cover the costs, and you can check that out if you're interested. It's teamexuberance.org is the website teamexuberance.org and uh, we've successfully raised over $5,000 to make this project happen so it's not a financial burden for the operators because I don't know about others but uh, not a lot of uh, youth have hundreds if not uh, over $1,000 around to fly themselves and possibly a family member or an adult um, uh, guardian with them to uh, to West Middlesex, Pennsylvania Uh, so we launched a GoFundMe uh, again teamexuberance.org and uh, we're raising funds to make this happen. And we are extremely grateful for everybody who's supported us in uh, doing that. Yes, thanks to uh, all the uh, individual donors as well as a lot of the contesting clubs for all their generous support uh, financially, but also just for giving us kind words of encouragement. Certainly. I think uh, we would not be able to do this. We may be young operators, but that doesn't mean we haven't consulted not young operators. And uh, without all of our Elmers and people... Uh, advising us. There's a lot of things that go into planning a multi-operator contest uh, entry like this one. I mean, I could go on for days, but uh, just simple things like uh, scheduling an operator schedule for the team and logistics and hotels and all those things take a lot of time and a lot of expertise. And we've been really fortunate uh, to really have a great team of Elmers and mentors. I'd be remiss again without thanking Tim K3LR and uh, Carrie, uh, excuse me, Terry K8MNJ, who has worked tirelessly to make this happen. Uh, so it really it takes a village, Neil. It really does. And I'm proud to say that uh, nearly all of the major uh, DX and contest clubs in the U.S. have uh, contributed to doing this, and uh, we're extremely grateful for those donations. All right. Sounds like a fun time and some uh, great experience. And I, I look forward to seeing how the score goes, too, because I think you guys can uh, can run the score up here a little bit. So we'll... We'll see how that turns out. Well, uh, we're going to take a break here, and we'll come back with Marty and Bryant, and we'll give you a chance to ask your questions and and give us a call here at 812-650-9556. And uh, we'll be back right after this word from ICOM America right here 
on Ham Talk Live. Create your own band opening. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. This new radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, color touchscreen, D-Star capability built in, RF direct sampling on the 2 meter and 70 centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation, as well as dual watch, and maximum output power of 100 watts on 2 meters, 75 watts on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts on 1.2 gigahertz. Visit www.icomamerica.com amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Nominations are now open for the Amateur Radio Newsline, Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, Young Him of the Year Award. I'm Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. Since 1986, we've had the honor of celebrating the accomplishments of youth in ham radio, and we want to know about your exceptional young ham. You'll find the rules and a nominating form by clicking the YHOTY tab on ARNewsline.org. Fill it out, send it in, and we'll see you and an amazing young ham at the Huntsville, Alabama Ham Fest in August. Thanks, and 73, from Amateur Radio Newsline. Running barefoot is for the beach. We're cranking 1.5 trillion nanowatts right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks to ICOM for bringing you another episode of Ham Talk Live. And I want to give you an update real quickly on the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting events for this month during their 75th anniversary celebration this year. On Wednesday, April 3rd, they have the History of the Voice of America Bethany Station and the VOA Museum Today with uh, Director of the museum, Jack Dominic. That's at Midpoint Library in Westchester, Ohio. And then Tuesday, April 9th, this this sounds intriguing. It's the Theater of the Mind sound effects during radio's golden age with Mike Martini, the president of the museum's Media Heritage Collection. And if you've listened to any of those old radio shows, you know the sound effects were really what made those work. So, uh, that sounds really interesting. We'll be talking more about the anniversary uh, next month on a special episode of Ham Talk Live, and we'll be announcing the special Hamvention hours for the museum and an added bonus, a surprise bonus this year coming to the tour. So we'll be announcing that very soon. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at hamtalklive.com, and be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and now it's time for your calls. So if you have a question for Marty or Bryant or both, give us a call. The number, 812-650-9556. Again, 812-650-9556. Or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive. If you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, you won't be able to reach us live since... uh, this is Thursday night right now when we're recording this. Um, so, Marty, let's uh, actually we're going to take a call here. So let's uh, let's do that, and then we'll talk a little bit about some of the preparation. Good evening, welcome to Ham Talk Live. Hey, good evening, Neil. It's Scott K Zero MD. You have two superstars on tonight. 
Yeah, Scott, I've got the the two superstars here uh, with me. Good to hear your voice. And uh, what's your uh, question here for these two? I have several things, if that's okay. Number one, Neil, I know you've been distracted, but I have been told that the University of Kentucky won its first-round game tonight, so you can uh, relax a little bit now. I, I, I will admit that the TV is still on mute in the background. Um, so, yes, I was. Uh, I saw that. So I, I can relax now. I've, uh, yeah, that's that we're all happy at that one, at least those of us who are big Blue Nation fans. Uh, I have had a number of discussions with John K6AM and the young man that uh, Marty talked about who uh, has been operating at ZF1 Alpha is supposedly going to uh, develop into an even better contester than N6MJ. So with him, Marty, and Bryant, and some of the others, the future of contesting looks bright with all of these young operators. Uh, I have two questions tonight. One, uh, for Marty and Bryant, um, tell us a little bit about your strategy, and can we get you to commit to submit maybe a story about the experience to Neil or a picture so we can put it in the National Contest Journal? And then my question specifically to Marty is that do you only pick the stations that have ICOM radios, Marty? I seem to see you operating at a lot of ICOM stations, but nothing else. But does that identify a preference for you, perhaps? Uh, so what, what was your uh, – uh, the first question was strategy. Uh, how about I speak to that a little bit and then Bryant can. Um, so certainly our, you know, there's a lot of strategy that goes into contesting and preparing for this effort – uh, we worked hard to kind of analyze a lot of previous scores and look at uh, how other people have uh, met, entered this category. The multi-two category is a pretty strategic uh, category, right? Because we have six bands to cover and two run signals to do that with. Um, so we certainly have done a lot of studying. And the WPX contest is particularly interesting in the way it handles scoring and what contacts matter for how many points. Um, so it's based off of in-country, out-of-country uh in content, out of content, high bands versus low bands. In short, you get more points for working guys on the low bands than you do on the high bands. Uh, within your country, it's one point either way. Uh, but outside of the country, from 40, 80, and 160, there's a 2x point advantage over uh, working uh, guys on the high bands, 10, 15, and 20. Uh, so we spent a lot of time analyzing how we can make sure we get the we, – we can optimize our six-point cues, our six-point contacts on uh, 40, 80, and uh, 160, and also uh, our uh, contacts during the day on uh, 40 and uh, 15 when there aren't uh, terrific uh, contact rates to make. And certainly making sure that we don't miss openings and looking at uh, where we think there will be rate, where we can find it, what to, what to look out for. Um, and really just being aware, right? Because contesting is, a, ooh, what's, what's next? What lo opening do I have to be looking for? Um, what's going to happen? What do we think? Let's look at conditions. You know, one of the great training tools for the CQWPX contest is actually, believe it or not, the ARRLDX contest, uh, which is a 28-day cycle before, uh, roughly 28 days before uh, CQWPX SSP. So it's a great way to judge what, conditions might be like for w, uh, WPX SSB. And uh, we also had the ability to look at, uh, while not a complete story, uh, how the K3LR per, uh, station performed during WPX SSB, where I, I can proudly say that it looks like they won uh, the category from the U.S., which is a terrific feat, and they've done that uh, many years in a row, and that's just a great testament to the station and its operators. Uh, but certainly, uh, we've thought long and hard about what we expect, what we don't expect, 
uh, what we hope to do, how we hope to do it. And then, uh, you know, as the contest goes on, we will adapt our strategy uh, based on what we hear in the headphones because we, one can be as uh, three, theoretical as one wants, but in the heat of the battle, it's important to adapt to the conditions. Yes, I, I agree with Marty that you just never know uh, what propagation will be like, and that's uh, one interesting facet of contesting that uh, always keeps the operator on uh, his or her toes. Uh, again, for our strategy, I believe um, that we're going to make a big essence uh, on, or we're going to make a big uh, strive on running the six-point contacts on the low bands, uh, mainly from the European amateur radio communities. Now, that doesn't mean that U.S. stations aren't important. U.S. stations, we need you a lot. There are, we really need uh, the high rates that the, in the prefixes that the U.S. stations contain. Uh, so I really think we're going to try and emphasize our uh, QSO point total, as well as uh, maximizing our multiplier count by pushing our second in-band radio, which is a radio just dedicated to tuning around or clicking on spots on the DX cluster. And uh, I believe we're going to, I think we're going to try and uh, push the in-band radio as hard as we can. But uh, also, if propagation is just slow at some po- sometimes, maybe during the middle of the night, then we may try and do quick band changes using the second radios to tr- uh, maybe get just a few more contacts. Uh, Mario did a really cool uh, math formula about pushing the uh, second in-band radio on other bands uh, just to grab a few contacts. And uh, we're really hoping, again, that conditions uh, are good, but we know that this is going to be a great experience regardless. Bryant said it better than anybody could. And, you know, the cool thing about contesting for the most part, especially when you're competing with people uh, in a local region, is that, you know, when conditions are bad for you, they're also bad for them. Uh, so that means taking the most advantage of those bad conditions. And Bryant said it better than we can. Uh, the K3LR station is equipped with uh, two radios on uh, all of 80, 40, uh, 20, 15, and 10 meters. Uh, so all the contest bands with the exception of 160, uh, which is a tremendous advantage in keeping those second radios tuning, keeping the primary radio always calling CQ and taking advantage of those extra band changes. We get a fixed number of band changes every hour and taking best advantage of those uh, will really optimize our score. Okay. And then uh, the the radio preference thing. In fact, Scott should have heard our discussion before the show, but. I think uh, it was a tongue-in-cheek question for Marty Uh, I know he's an icon aficionado and Bryant's an Ellie Craft man so they sort of typify that will you have a special call sign uh, WPX or will you uh, use K3LR and that'll be my last question Neil nice program oh see if you can pin them down to give you an article for NCJ Neil this would be a great story oh I agree we will so uh, not be using. Uh, we will be using the K3LR call sign as we'll be operating at the K3LR station. And uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about the uh, article. That'd be a really uh, interesting thing to do. And thanks for all you do with the NCJ, Mister Mister Wright. Thank you, Scott. You're so you're not using the call sign up. L1D. Uh, no, 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 sir. We're not. And no, not uh, we're L1D. very fortunate to use. You know, the very famous and well-known K3LR call sign. All right. Thanks, Scott, so much for calling in. Appreciate it. And uh, go Cats. Thanks, Neil. 73. Good night, everyone. 
All right, seven three. And and by the way, uh, I'm go- I'm going to give you guys a little, a little strategy here. Scott asked you about strategy. I'm going to share with you a strategy that I think will work in this case, and it's one that I used to use back when I was coaching basketball. The whole strategy to winning is to have more points at the end than the other team. That's a really good strategy. We appreciate your uh, input on that. We will yeah, be uh, I, talking amongst ourselves about that. That's really good. Thank you so much. I, I think we'll be working to implement that one. You know, uh, we've had gr- lots of great Almers in setting up for this, but nobody's told us about that one yet. So we'll take a good So there you go. You're, you're very welcome. I'm glad I could could share that and give you some insight on that 812-650-9556 is the phone number to call if you have a question for uh, marty or bryant or both give us a call 812-650-9556 or you can tweet us at ham talk live and uh we were getting ready to talk about a lot of the preparation, a lot of the, the paperwork and, and logistics and, and everything that went into making this happen and, and is still going on, uh, travel plans and manuals and all this kind of thing. And yeah, you're using some, some adult support, but you guys are doing this from the bottom all the way to the top you're you're covering the whole thing you got it uh ted and uh it's it's really uh it's a big undertaking and we've been really fortunate to everybody uh, who's helped us uh in taking this along just a fun fact i'm looking at our my master logistical planning uh spreadsheet uh which is an excel spreadsheet with uh 12 tabs in it so yes there are a lot of uh different things that must be organized uh, to put a big multi-operator operation together like this on the air. Uh, you asked about a handbook, and that's something that we did do for this operation, and we believe it's very important to do. Uh, we created a handbook with everything uh, such as uh, band expectations, what conditions we expect and what band, how the station works, how the software works, how the antenna switching works, how the rotators at K3LR, which has uh, over 26 rotators, uh, really just a huge station. There's a lot of technical skills we have to learn, and we put that in a big, big manual with... Um, the radios and the amplifiers and, and things like that. And uh, we sent that out to the team and the team was able to read that to kind of get a little bit of familiarity. Because one thing that a lot of multi-operator teams have um, as an advantage is familiarity with the station and familiarity with each other. Uh, I may be uh, incorrect, but I believe that uh, none of the operators have operated together before. Uh, so we are all being uh, thrown together and then quickly operating a contest. So lots of pre-planning and pre-coordination and pre-strategy and phone, uh, conference call we had one in, uh, in preparation. Things like that really make sure that uh, things go as well as they possibly can. And even even booking flights and yep, the whole you got bit. it. Flights, hotels, you know, all those things have to be taken care of in order for an operation like this uh, to come together. And uh, we've uh, been able to do that, so that's been uh, you know a lot of work. But it's it's very important that we get those logistics taken uh, care of so we can focus on the contest. And the the teacher in me is going to say, this is valuable life experience stuff because you know these are things that are are life skills, and, and you're not going to get this in a normal classroom. 
And these are things that you're getting as, as a matter of planning for this opportunity. Uh, well, you know, Neil and, and Bryant can add on, but we're certainly very fortunate to be able to take part in this. And uh, it's a great privilege and a great honor. And, uh, you know, I've de- definitely uh, learned a bunch of skills along the way. And I'm sure you'll learn a lot about contesting and ham radio, but but the life skills too. So it's uh, it's a great thing. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about the um, exchange a little bit more, and and for people, and let's see if we can get you some some more contacts. Maybe some people that are listening aren't contesters or, or serious contesters and they want to get on the air and and just you know work a couple of stations work you uh, m- maybe work some of the uh, yark team and and you know a few here and there um, just explain to them exactly how they would go about um, doing the exchange and, and working you and making sure that you get credit for the contact well, uh, again, the way it works is um, the exchange is the signal report, generally a 5-9. Uh, is That's been tradition for contesting for a good number of years now. And a serial number. And it, what a serial number basically is, it's how many contacts you've made in a contest. Uh, so if I were to work you, Neil, in a contest and you'd be my first contact, I would say you're 5-9, number 001. And then if I worked Marty, I would give him number two, and then the number would keep climbing every time I talked to somebody, basically. And uh, you do not have to submit a log for this contest, although it is appreciated by the uh, contest uh, sponsor, CQ uh, Worldwide. Uh, it's, it's a really fun contest. No, There should be no stress, whatever. Um, Marty, do you have anything? No. I'm uh, what we look forward to, to working you. Uh, hopefully we should have a very loud presence on the band and a, a frequent presence on the band. So if you hear us, no matter how fast or slow we're going, uh, we want to talk to you. We want to get you in our logs. And uh, that's the special part about radio sport contesting is getting to talk to all of our friends and all of our uh, fellow radio hams over uh, HF radio. And uh, it's really exciting every time. If we knew who was going to call in, it wouldn't be nearly as fun. So turn on, on that radio and work us, and then stay on and work all the other guys because uh, radio contesting is for what, fun, more fun when more people do it. Sure. All right. 812-650-9556 is the phone number if you'd like to call in. Now's the time to do that. So we're going to finish things up here in just a few minutes. So give us a call, 812-650-9556. Or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive. Or you can, uh, if you're on Spreaker, you can even get into the chat. Uh, Jill, KD8QGA, is in the house tonight and uh, says, good to hear you, Marty. And and I'm not even going to try to pronounce everything else she said here, but I, 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 didn't, I didn't get it. So... Let's see here. Let's see what else we have on the screen. All right. So I think we're caught up here. So 812-650-9556 is the number. Um, Now, two weeks ago, we had um, Sterling and Zero SSC on talking about um, YARC and the uh, youth contesting program that is – 
also going on during this time. So, um, Marty, did you want to say something about that? Uh, I'll throw it to Brian. I know he knows a lot okay. about it. Yes, well, we really hope that uh, this in, that this initiative through Team Exuberance and uh, the YARC contesting program, uh, I'll give you the website. It's uh, YARC, Y-A-R-C dot world. Again, that's YARC, Y-A-R-C uh, dot world. And uh, we're really excited about these uh, two initiatives going on in North America, and we hope uh, to keep the initiative, keep the momentum going, uh, we want to encourage uh, large station owners to possibly consider opening up, opening up their stations uh, to some youth and uh, as well as um, to other young contesters that are eager to learn uh, from others to uh, uh, not be, a, not be a afraid to go and approach uh, these uh, larger station owners and just uh, have an open mind uh, and uh, the yearn to learn. So, again, we're really hoping that this momentum continues here in North America. Uh, Europe has a really steady program going with their uh, Youngsters on the Air Young Contesting Program. So, again, we're hoping that uh, this initiative keeps going in North America. Exactly. You know, well, we hope this is just the start of something a lot bigger. And uh, I know both myself and Bryant are really dedicated to making that happen. Uh, so, uh, you know, the place to go, obviously, is uh, Yark. And also, if you have any questions, shoot us an email. Bryant and I are uh, are both good at our uh, at ARRL.net email addresses, so KG5HVO at ARRL.net or um, NN1C at uh, ARRL.net. And we'd be glad to talk ham radio. We love talking ham radio. We talk ham radio all the time. We live it. We breathe it. And uh, we want to talk to you. So I think certainly uh, – Getting more youth involved with contesting, which I think is just a uh, fantastic part of this hobby, and getting more youth involved in radio in general and attracting them to con- to to, uh, uh, to ham radio and uh, contesting because ham radio just opens up uh, so many terrific doors. It's a great place to learn uh, terrific skills, and um, look what we're doing. Look at all the skills we've learned along the way. Uh, so I am certainly a strong proponent of what's uh, going on here. All right. You couldn't have uh, said it any better. The, the experiences that you get from this are just uh, just unbelievable. And I had a chance to to hear um, some, some speakers here in the last uh, week or two, and all of them were talking about all these things that would happen. Um, and, you know, as youngsters, but only because of ham radio and it's just a, a magnificent magnificent way um to learn a lot of these life skills as well as, as radio skills and science and, and all kinds of things so uh i'm hoping that this really takes off i know um i'm going to be over at wc8voa for a little bit uh during this contest so hopefully i can work you from there and they're going to be one of the um, host stations for a youngster or two um, coming up for this contest um, in the YARC program. So um, if you want to learn a little more about that, uh, 
couple of episodes ago, I think it was two weeks ago, um, when Sterling was on uh, talking about YARC um, and the youth contesting program. So you can find that at hamtalklive.com or on your podcasting app or YouTube, and you can find out more about that. Okay, well, um, we're just about out of time here. So uh, let me check the tweets here just one last time. Um, And then uh, we'll just take some final comments comments and we'll wrap things up so um marty go ahead uh well you know we're deeply uh, excited to do this we're deeply fortunate that we're able to make this happen uh if you have any questions again shoot us an email we're both good at uh, arl.net and uh, we hope to work you on the air from k3 lima radio uh, what is closely uh, cro- uh, closely uh, crawling up on us is just a little bit over a week away at this time next week uh, at 944, probably about this time, I will be in a rental car with Bryant and Levi and Tommy HA9T and uh, Bryant's mother driving from the Pittsburgh airport to West Middlesex, uh, where the K3LR Superstation is located. Uh, so we're very excited. We hope to work you on the air as K3LR, and uh, we hope that uh, you continue uh, whatever you're doing in your communities about uh, amateur radio and youth and contesting. If you're not, now's a good time to start and uh, bring this to, you know, Bring bring radio to your clubs. Bring, try and get uh, some your youth in your club. Clubs are an extremely important part of uh, ham radio. So uh, we want to talk to you. We want to work with you. If we can be helpful to you, let us know. And uh, we hope to see you on the air next weekend. All right. And Bryant, you get the last word. All righty. Yes. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, we hope to, again, work you from K3LR and uh, just keep the uh, momentum going in North America. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on. Appreciate it. You've got some uh, definite energy, and it's uh, not called team exuberance for nothing. And uh, I think that uh, you guys will do very well, and I'll be be looking to see how well you do. Uh, Oh, one question. Are you going to run any of the live contest uh, scoring to where we can watch? Your progress. I don't believe so, but don't hold me to it. Certainly we'll be on... uh, 3830 kilohertz at the end of the contest and announce our score there okay very good well we'll keep an eye on that and good luck to you all and as i say at school even though luck has nothing to do with it it's skill so good luck and um, have a great time thank you thank you neil All right, that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Marty Soloway, NN1C, and Bryant Rascal, KG5, HVO, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and writing in and invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time when Corey Shields, KB9GHU, will be here to talk about the new SatNogs dashboard and for a list of all of our upcoming guests just go over to hamtalklive.com and if you like ham talk live please consider leaving us a review on itunes that helps others find us faster so for now this is neil rap wb9vpg saying 7375 and may the good dx be yours Don't, 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 don't,